Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say uh, go Bills. Back. Take them down. Ladies take them down. and gentlemen, it's your boy back at it again. Welcome to another edition of the Rico Report brought to you by the Buffalo Fanatics. It is Friday night. Thank you for joining. It's a Friday, man. And I say this every show. I appreciate you guys. You could be doing better things on a Friday night. You know what I'm saying? It's Friday night, man. It's the weekend. But you guys are here tuned in with your man, so I appreciate that. And I will not waste your time because we got to get into it because we got a big matchup this week. So, folks, tune in. Get comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself your drink. Get yourself your favorite spot on the couch or wherever you watch this, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Folks, woo! What a week. What a week. We had to uh, endure... And do a lot of ish talking from from rave, excuse me, from Dolphins fans. You know what I'm saying? And um, listen, man, they had a good two, three days to really bask in the week three victory. And then reality came crashing down as we expected. Right. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time on, on the Dolphins. It's just it's just funny. It's it's comical because it was the big hype. It's no different than looking back at the 2010, 2011, 2012 bills right anytime that we mustered a, a good fight against the patriots or we beat them we were on top of the world and we didn't care we let the whole world know it well this ain't 2011 and this ain't the buffalo bills of 2011 it's the miami dolphins all right last last i checked uh we still we still i mean you already know i don't gotta i don't gotta talk about numbers we already know what the deal is but Kudos to them. Uh, Valiant. Um, I mean, listen, man. they put an effort. They put a big effort against the Bengals. It just wasn't enough. Uh, now, let's get this out of the way. Brutal, brutal, I guess, head injury to Tua. Was it done on purpose? Absolutely not. Is it part of the game? Absolutely. Uh, was it unfortunate? Of course. Right? But you you never want to see. When you're, when you're a Bills fan, you're a Bengals fan, you're an NFL fan. You don't want to see anybody get hurt unless you're a psycho and you're a sicko. You don't want to ever see anybody get hurt. And especially when you see the, the after effects of when someone gets hurt. Uh, I mean, you saw you saw what was happening to a leg. It's it just whatever that that was that happened to him. They call it fencing and whatnot. It's, it's brutal to see. It's brutal to see. And poor guy, man, he's young. Still young. What is he, like 25? You know what I mean? But this is the business they chose. You know what you get into when you play this game. Um, could they have protected him um, a little more? Maybe. Now, here's my question to you, Bills Mafia. Here's my question to you. Very easy for us to, you know I mean, point the finger at, at the Dolphins and say, you screwed this up, man, you son of a... Would they have done the same for Josh Allen? Would the Bills have done the same for Josh Allen? And it's it's a legitimate question because we know how big and tough and strong Josh Allen is, right? Let's just say those things were to happen the week the week prior. He gets banged up, wobbly. He comes back in the game, wills his team to victory. We're like, okay, he's all right. 
Are you, is McDermott sitting him? Do you think McDermott sits him, or does he trust the neurologist? You know, saying the NFL appointed neurologist. You know what I mean, like they're not part of the they're not part of the team. It's just some it's someone completely not on that Bills team payroll and make the assessment and say, "Yo, Josh is cool. Josh is ready to go. He's fine, man. It was just really just his back." Would McDermott say, "You know what? I'm not taking any chances. I'm going to sit him," or would he have played Josh out? Right. Put put it in the put the other way around now, and it sucks because most most people would say, "Man, we would have sat him." But would we have? I mean, I don't I don't mean to correlate the two, but we did have a punter on our squad that had nobody brought anything up, probably would be punting for this team right now. Had nobody brought a damn thing up, would be probably punting for this team right this second. And they almost let it, they almost slid that underneath the rug. But you know, saying cat was out of the bag. So I wonder if they would have done the same thing for Josh. And it's a it's 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 a it's a fair question. It's a very fair question. But Nonetheless, uh, unfortunate, but here's the fortunate news. Tua is, uh, it was, uh, was actually uh, fine to fly back with the team. So that's always big news. That's always huge news. Um, and uh, I guess he put out a little statement saying, you know, thank you for everybody support, and I'm just looking forward to being back with the team. So good on him. Going forward, though, going forward, will, will the NFL kind of say, you, we got away with this one? Can't do it next time. If it visibly looks bad, just sit his ass out. We ain't trying to take any chances. I wonder that. That'll be very interesting. I, I, I'll see how I'm go, it, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. We wish it doesn't happen to anybody going forward, obviously, but head injuries are part of the game. Head, head injuries are part of the game. By the way, shout out to everybody tuned in right now. Uh, we got 100, what, 150 tuned in from Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitter, Twitch, the whole thing. Yo, shout out to the one viewer on Twitch right now. What's good? What's happening, man? Um, so yeah, man, I got a super chat coming in from my man, John Stockton Jr. What up, Johnny? Uh, keys to beat the Ravens. Love the content, by the way. Listen, man, there's, there are some, moments, there are some places that, I mean, I got my, my notes aside, but there, there are, listen, this team can be attacked defensively. They definitely can be attacked defensively. Um, I had my man in Ravens, um, come on and I asked him. Listen, where are your weaknesses, man? Like, where can we attack? Where, what's going on? What's been missing on your team? What's not been happening? Um, and right, he pointed right to the trenches. Right to the trenches, both offensive and defensively. Well, defensively, that's where we're the, we are the strongest. So if we make Lamar Jackson's day a living hell, then we're doing our job. We're going to see how much money um, that we put into these guys and how much, how much we're going to get out of them. That's exactly what we're going to see. So I'm looking forward to this matchup. This matchup is a big one. Um, I got my man Noir coming in. He says, hey, I saw the Ingraven show, Rico, uh, <laughs> show, and you ruffled the Ravens fans' feather. I love it. Listen, man, I was nice the whole show, and I was like, let me, let me, let me, let me put a little something in there. Let me little put a little spice in there. You, you know you got to. You got to put the little spice in there. Um, I'm just going on. Uh, it's Friday, folks. I'm just going to jump in and uh, read a few comments and then jump into my content. Uh, for the night, my man Bobby Ray coming in says, "Yo, Allen has came back in six days from a concussion. Three days is rough, though. Three days is is rough, man. And now you got people saying, man, Thursday night football should be done. Uh, listen, man, Thursday night football. It's it's like I think they've made it to the point where you will have a short week, but then after your Thursday night game, you'll have some recovery time. 
right? So like it, it, it works both ways, right? Short week to begin with, and then you have time to recover uh, for your next matchup. So what are you going to do? It's the NFL, man. It's big business, big freaking business. And you're going to play, you're going to play. And we, and I listen, these players are getting paid handsomely, paid handsomely. You know what I'm saying? NFL Pierre could have said, nah, man, we ain't doing that. Thursday night football, forget about it. I'm sure if they wouldn't to put a stink, they could. That's what that's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. Staines and Gaines says that, yo, I want to think they could keep Josh safe, but in reality, it probably depends on the context of the season. Early, late, playoffs. But does it really matter whether it's early, late, or not? Concussion is a concussion. If it looks terrible, it looks terrible. Like, then you're putting the game in front of the players, and that's what we don't want to see, right? That's why, you know what I'm saying, concussion, there was big-ass lawsuit on the NFL for, for, you know what I'm saying, for concussions. They're trying to avoid that. They settled. They say, yo, take this money. Okay, from here on out, here's what we're going to do going forward. So you got you to keep it keep it consistent, I guess is what we're saying. Keep it consistent. Uh, Cass Scott says, yo, 100%, we would have sat Allen. Just look at how they treat the injuries we have now. Yeah, but Allen is that dude. And if we need to win this game, we really need to win it. Would they have done it? It's a fair question. In my heart of hearts, I think they probably would have said, yeah, Al, you got to sit this one out, man. This looks bad. And plus, it's a bigger dude. You know what I'm saying? The bigger they are, the harder they fall. He's a big boy, man. So I, I would hope that that's what they would do. Uh, my man, best Bills channel or not, comes in and says, hey, man, Rico Suave, great question. Put the shoe on the other foot. The Bills very well could have done the same thing. Very astute, mister. Well, listen, man. I'm just keeping it like we're all pointing fingers at everybody else. But wait till it's the shoes on your foot. Now, what you going to do? Are we really that stand up? I mean, I only brought this question up because a how we dealt with the Ariza situation. That was an ugly and nasty mess. We looked good because we said, yo, peace out. But if we not, nothing got brought up, he would have probably still been punished for this team right now. Just saying. So Bill's Mafia. We're so passionate about this team and passionate about winning. And this is our year to win the Super Bowl. We don't want our quarterback out. He's fine. Well, it's an investment. And if you invest a lot of money to something, you want to take care of it. You got to take care of your investments. And I, I would hope that they would take care of their investments. It is what it is. It is what it is. Now, moving on. We're, we're off the Dolphins. Uh, we're off the... Uh, <laughs> we're off the... Uh, the... Last week, we're into this week, and we got a big old game versus the Ravens. Uh, Buffalo Chris says, yo, looks like our new quarterback, Xavier Rhodes, is injured at practice. Now, go figure, man. Let me keep that comment up. Go figure, right? We're banged up already at cornerback. And then we hit up Xavier Rhodes. Hey, fam, you ready to go? His answer? In order to stay ready, you got to be ready or be, <laughs> something like that. Shit, you ain't ready. <laughs> You're hurt. <laughs> anyway, um... But the advantage we have in bringing a guy like Xavier Rhodes is because he's got the experience in a system, right? A lot of times, that's normally what how this, this free agency business works. We know who the better player is to go and get at times whenever we need to go get something. I mean, there's some good corners out there. There's some good quarterbacks out there. There's some good receivers out there. But there's so much changes that happen in the league when it comes to coaches going here and there and coordinators and uh, uh, excuse me, um, team coaches, like position coaches, they're switched all over the place. So if a, a receivers coach has worked with a receiver before, Oh, I know this guy. 
but there's clearly a better receiver here, but like he knows the system he can get in right away. I know them. They're going to go after that guy. Familiarity, right? Get the system quick. So Xavier Rhodes fits the bill. Leslie Frazier has some familiarity with Mr. Xavier Rhodes from way back in the day. So this was like an easy pick. Just, hey, come on through. You'll, you'll, you'll shake out the cobwebs. You'll remember how things go, and then we'll get you in the game. But he's got a hammy. <laughs> Pulled hammy, so he ain't playing. So it'll be interesting to see who we have going um, into this game. Dane Jackson says he's good to go, so we could get Dane Jackson back. That'll be cool. I just hope he's, he's fully ready to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I'm hoping that our team took really good care of him. I know it's been 11 days now, so it's, he's had some time. But I hope that they really took care of business and he's, he's good to go. And right back to it because we could use uh, his expertise now. And here's the good thing about this whole situation, right? Christian Benford's out. Here comes Dane Jackson back. So right now, it's Dane and Kair. At first, we weren't sure. Is it going to be, it's a, is it Kair? Is it Christian? Which is it? They're, interchange, they're interchangeable. I, you guys already heard me. I didn't like it. I was not a big fan of this whole interchanging nonsense. Yo, put my number one corner in the game that I drafted with my freaking first round pick. But now, he's got no choice. And he's doing really well right now. Kair Elam is doing really well, so this is good. He's going to gain some experience. And then by the time Trey Wedge ready to come back, we will then see where things shuffle. Does Kair stay over Dane? Does Dane bump Kair out and Trey White comes in? It'll be very interesting to see where this coaching staff values Kair, where they value Dane Jackson, and where they go forward. I mean, Dane Jackson is a seventh rounder. Are they going to look at it as a business standpoint and say, well, listen, man, seventh rounder, third year, I got my first, I want to invest in my first round rookie. So I'm keeping him in there. Dane, be ready. Or is Dane going to be like, yo, fam, like, really? Really, though? Are we doing that? So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. And I know this was a question about Xavier Rose, but it got me thinking about this cornerback room because Trey is soon to come back. So we got to figure things out. We got to figure things out. Shout out to my man, Jeff King, saying good to see everybody. I'm expecting a complete ass beating this week. Boys are pissed. They don't like doubters. They are fine, folks. They will succeed, no doubt. Glad Tua's okay. And I think we are glad Tua's okay. You know what I, I love about Josh Allen? The one thing I'll never worry, and I think, I think most Bills fans can feel this way, I don't think we'll ever worry about Josh Allen's passion for winning. Straight up, passion for winning. That boy, it, it doesn't it doesn't bode well when they when he loses, and I love it. I'll never question. You'll never have to question that man ever. And if you don't question, and if you have that guy on your roster, he's going to infect everybody else in this whole not losing business. That's what I love about what Josh Allen brings to this team. Real talk, man. I kid you not. Brandon uh, Lisi says, hey, yo, Rico, uh, Rico, hold on a second, is it Rico? Did the Elam's performance make you feel more secure with him as a player? Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still reluctant on certain, certain things that he does. I was watching a little bit of watching the game again and, uh, and watching people put some clips up of certain plays. He's still doing this whole bailing early. Bailing early. And like I was watching it because I mean you don't like typically if you're in a zone position, obviously you're gonna you're gonna backpedal into into like you can get into your zones a little earlier. You can cheat, get into your zones a little early, but like both of you guys on each end have to be lined up. I mean, I, when I played ball and I was on the defense side of the ball, 
one thing that drove my coaches nat just nutty is when we weren't lined up, right? Corners lined up with your corners line. I wanted unison. I wanted so they don't know what we're doing. You know, they don't see what kind of lineup we're doing. But when you're bailing early, you're giving the indication to the quarterback, okay, this is what he's doing. We're in zone right now. I got it. You know what I'm saying? And he does bail a little too early for my liking. But that's just going to take some time, some experience, some confidence in himself, confidence in his speed. I mean, he's got it. 4-3-40. He's got speed, so has some confidence in that. But he bails a little too early for me. I don't like it. I'm not a big fan. But I am still confident in what he's doing. Um, it's He's he's still what, week three. We're going to week four. And uh, he's shown some very big improvements, man. I mean, I think the, the thing he's been, what, he's been targeted 55 times, and he's got uh, a very low catch percentage on him. So very good. I don't know the numbers exactly, but I, I saw it somewhere. So I mean, I'm 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 encouraged. I'm definitely encouraged. I'm definitely encouraged. Life with ASAP. What's up, ASAP Rocky? What's up, man? He's like, I'll be in Baltimore Sunday, man. Bills Mafia mound up. Oh, you're going to, you're going to the Ravens den. I like it, man. Have fun with that, bro. Have fun, brother. Have fun. All right, uh, Brandon Lisi, welcome to the Big Squad, G. Welcome to the Big Squad. Let me give you some love, man. Let me give you some love. Let me, let me give my man Brandon some love, man. What's up, man? Welcome to the Big Squad. Big, biggity, bing. My guy, Brandon Lisi. By the way, you're going to notice that I'm talking a little low today. A little low today because I, once again, am on daddy duty. And uh, responsible or not responsible? I think it's pretty responsible. You know what I'm saying? So my girls are, my girls are older. I got a, I got a 10 that's going to be an 11-year-old. Soon they're going to be doing baby, babysitting courses and all that stuff. And I got my, my youngest, and they got a friend over. And I got my little guy upstairs. So wifey's away. It's her birthday weekend, so she's away doing her thing. And I was like, I can put the little guy down right now. You know what I'm saying? He's got to cry it out. We're in that cry it out phase, by the way. And it kills me every time. I don't know for you dads that are out there that have new babies or you're about to, or, you know what I mean, you went through that stage. It's the worst to hear your baby cry it out. But, you know, they got to go through it. They got to self, self-soothe self themselves. So, anyway, long story short, the kids upstairs, they're taking care of their little brother. And uh, so I said, uh, I'm going to do the pod. I'm not going to be loud. You guys can watch a little movie. Hold on to him. He's still, he took a nap in the car. So, we're there. So if, if you see me kind of low talking, I'm just trying to, you know what I mean? Don't, I don't want it to hear my voice. They're like, oh, dad's up. I can party now. No, no, son. <laughs> Chill out. Chill out, me, man. Anyway, I digress. I digress. But I appreciate uh, um, Mr. Lisi coming through for the Bing Squad. Love it. Scott Van Lu comes in with a super, a super chat, says, hey, I know this has nothing to do with my bills, but what do you think about what happened to Tua? Uh, Scott Van Lu, I appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Um, listen, man. Tua's gonna bounce back. He'll bounce back. He'll be. He'll be. Uh, he'll shake it off. You know what I'm saying? He's a big man. Um, next time, get rid of the ball quicker, big fella. <laughs> get rid of the big. Get rid of the ball quicker, man. Now that I know you're okay, I can say that. Get rid of the ball quicker. You know what I'm saying? Or use your legs and get out of the way. You feel me? Because those boys are coming for you. And your frame. What are you like? Five eleven? Five eleven? Maybe like two hundred pounds, if that. Boy, those three hundred pound DTs will wrap you up. Get rid of the ball or get out of town. But he's okay now, so I can say that. But uh, I'm glad he's okay. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna keep that. I'm gonna glad. I'm glad he's okay. Um, Freddie J says, "Yo, more concerned with coaching players. Players ball terrible. Excuse me. Let me read that over again. More concerned with the coaching players ball. Yet terrible loss after terrible loss. We look back, and this is and it's a bonehead calls timeouts challenges. I believe you're talking about McDermott, and you're challenging his timeouts. His uh, his inability sometimes to read the 
read the room and field and know what to do. I mean, that's been something that McDermott has had his challenges with. He's getting better. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. I, we can't say he's a new coach anymore. He's not a new coach anymore. You know what I mean, we're year one, year two. You could say, okay, he's still getting, now we're going to year five, right? It's time, big fella. It's time. Year five, year six. Okay, I think he came in 2017. So, yeah. So, he's now, you should know better now. And he's gotten better. He's gotten better if you're if that's what you're referring to. But there's going to be times where coaches second guess themselves. They second guess themselves. They're not sure. Should they go up to the booth? Should they throw the red on the red on the field? Sometimes they hold on to it. Maybe they should have. I mean, some people say they should have threw the red flag on that Gabe Davis catching the end zone. Did he have his two feet down first before the DB knocked it out of his hands? I mean, I thought it was a great play defensively. But some folks say, hey, man, he had two feet down. and He made a football move. That should be a touchdown. Why didn't, why didn't uh, McDermott make a play? Why didn't he throw a flag on there? Sometimes he's a little slow to do so, certain things like that. But got to give him a shout. Got to give him a shout. Uh, one last thing before we get into Ravens talk. How about Christian freaking Bentford? Christian freaking Bentford. I'll tell you, man. <laughs> that boy is a cheapskate. That boy is a cheapskate. I, and I told you guys this, man. No one in their right mind it is going to be in a scrum and using Josh Allen because that's exactly what happened. Josh Allen would never rip a man's helmet off his face for no reason. No reason. No, he would never do something like that. It just is out of his character. He's not that dude. Now, can he be petty? Absolutely. Will he rip a man's face face off in the, in the scrum for no reason? He will not. Christian Benford, on the other hand, has a history of digging for gold. My man was digging for something, man. So he found Josh Allen's pen 15 and took a grab. Now, Josh Allen obviously didn't feel comfortable with it <laughs> and let him know was good. And let's, let's be real, man. Some, some dudes do stuff to just get an edge on you. They do things to get an edge on you, and they do some dumb stuff, and you're like, come on, fam. Like, why? Why? Why would you do that? I don't need your finger in there. Don't. Don't try to, you know, me two fingers split me. Like, don't be doing that stuff, fam. We, we're grown men here. We're grown men. You know what I'm saying? Tackle me. Get up. Get back to your huddle. You ain't gotta. You ain't gotta come grab me and fondle me and sexually assault me on the damn field, fam. Chill out. <laughs> Chill out, man. We grown men. We're grown men. Don't be doing that. But they try to do these things to get an edge. And if somebody is a, is is got a big temper, and you know it, and you wait till you tackle them. Some guys are sick like that. Yo, I'm going to tackle his ass. Yo, watch this, guys. Watch this. I'm going to make him da 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 and we're going to get 15 yards. And that's exactly what happened. Right? Now, maybe like a, I would prefer you punch me in the ribs, and now I'm like, oof, okay, I felt that. Okay, who did that? I'm going to fight you. You know what I'm saying? Try to choke me up in there or like gouge me, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like some, at least something violent where I'm like, okay, this guy, I'm, I'm going to knock his block off. Not like, whoa, what you sticking your finger up in there for? Hey, yo, who did that? <laughs> Which one of y'all did that? And the worst part is he's got a history of it. So you know who did it. Ah, Christian, where are you? There you, dude, no. Absolutely not. Sorry, man. Play on? No, man, you, that's, that's, you cross the line. You cross the line, especially because you have that in your history. Digging for gold. Boy, you better stop. You know what I'm saying? Those are the type of things I'm telling you right now. Like, in the shower or when you guys go to the locker room and 
guys like to play little games. I don't know about, about you guys if you played, whether you played hockey, baseball, uh, whatever sport you played, there's always that one teammate that just takes you too far. And you're like, yo, fam, I don't play that game. Don't play with me because you and I are going to fight if that's the case. That's my teammate, but I'm going to whoop your ass in this play if in this locker room if you're doing this dumb shit. Don't play with me, man. Go play with that guy. And you know who it is? It's always the freaking special teamers. It's always a kicker or the punter. It's always one offensive lineman. Maybe a linebacker. It's always a linebacker. Never the skill players. Skill players don't do that. It's always the hoggies. It's one of the hoggies, special teamers. You know what I'm saying? Yo, y'all needs to stop. Stop with that nonsense, man. It needs to stop. <laughs> For real time. Skill players don't do that shit. We don't do that. It's the hoggies, special teamers. Maybe linebackers are in there too. It's always there's always one. You know what I mean? If it's the basketball court, it's probably it's probably the center. You know what I'm saying? The power four is the bigger dudes because they think they can just bully the smaller guys. You feel me? Nah, you don't do that. Baseball players, I don't know. Maybe the shortstop. <laughs> Who knows? I'm just saying. I digress. Anyway, <laughs> somebody said, don't drop the soap. Don't drop that because that one guy always plays. That one guy that's always playing around, stop playing with me. That's the one you got you avoid. You don't go around that dude because you know he plays too much. But I'll be the same person that'll laugh when he gets somebody else. But it's on me. We fighting. You know what I'm saying? Not playing that. Not playing that. Not with me. Christian Wilkins sus for that. He damn right. He damn right he's sus. Uh, is it the running backs or the line? Why can't we run? We're going to get into that as well, baby. Because that's we are very similar with the Bengals. Extremely similar with the Bengals. So let's get right into it. Bengals. <laughs> bang, you, got, you got me saying Bengals. Ravens, Bills. We're going to get right into it. The Ravens, Bills. We have similarities. We have quarterbacks that throw the ball well and also use their legs extremely well. They carry their teams. When the team isn't mustering anything, the quarterback takes over. That's Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen. There's no question. There's no, everybody knows that. That's just what it is. And to answer my man, life with ASAP, with that question, is it the line? Is it the running backs? Why is it that we can't run? It's a combination. And I was thinking of this before I came on, and I was in the, I was in the car, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm just driving home. And I was like, yo, like, we're watching all these, like, I was watching yesterday's game, right? And Mixon, Joe Mixon, had, like, what, 16, 20 carries, I think, or something like that? Something stupid, right? And... I believe um, no, he had like 20 carries for like 60-odd yards. And then you had Raheem Mostert had like 16 carries. The next, and on, on the Bengals, the next the next best line, uh, running back that had the amount of carries, most amount of carries, was six. 20 carries to six. I understand that. You've got RB1 and you've got the backup. None of this six carries for you, six carries for you, nine carries, none of that. And I'm watching this Bengals team, and Joe Burrow still had a very good night. 280 yards, two touchdown passes, and they were still able to administer running the football and keeping a balanced attack. So did the freaking Dolphins. They gave the ball to Raheem Mostert. But we, on the other hand, either we don't respect the running back position this is what I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking this out loud. We don't respect the running back position. We don't care. It's a dime a dozen. If they believe it's a dime a dozen, you should have drafted a freaking court, uh, running back in the second round, but that's just my, th my thinking. Number two, 
We're a passing team. That's what we do. We pass. So you get the you get the football when we just want to kind of throw throw that wrinkle in, but we're going to pass majority of the time. Get used to it. Or they don't want to and I'm I'm this is a stretch here when I say this. They're they're like, "Man, the ball needs to be in Josh Allen's hands no matter what." So if any ball is going to go anywhere or and we trust it, it's going to be number 17. Here's the thing. 17 can't do it all the time for you. You're going to have to give it to somebody else. And I think we're starting to see a bit of frustration. It's early, too, though. We're getting frustrated early because we saw what happened last year. It took up until week 14 for us to really muster a run game. Like, why must we wait until late into the season? Why, 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 are we, why can't we establish this right now? This is what I'm trying to understand from these folks. And it, it actually annoys the heck out of me. Did we make some adjustments on the line? Absolutely. But one can say that our line right now is better than the line that we had late in the season. So you think we'd continue. Not only that, Spencer Brown is a mauler. He's, he's best known for, you know what I'm saying, run blocking. You, br- you bring in Roger Saffold, which is a, a better run blocker than a pass blocker. Ryan Bates is in the lineup. I hope he's back. I'm not sure he was in concussion protocol. So, like, what? why can't we run the ball again? Like, why, why is it? We're a better offensive line than we were last year. And it's early into the season, and we, we still messing around? I, I still can't understand that. I'm hoping that Ken Dorsey, you know what I'm saying, finds that fine balance or says, screw this three-man run game and go to two. One one to two back system instead of this three back, and one's gonna have to sit. Maybe this is the week that happens. I'd be interested to see if he goes three running backs again. I'm like, come on, fam, what are we doing? Pick one. Do you not know which one you like? So you're gonna have all three? Pick one. Be a man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Devin Singletary, Zach Moss. Those are the two I want. Okay, well then sit James Cook. No, I'm not gonna have all three of them in there. Whatever. All right, well, then we're gonna be right back to the same thing. Right back, same thing. My man Freddie J says, um, 0-6 in one-score games. That's on our coaches. Look back, and you'll find boneheaded timeouts, challenges. McDermott, no sugarcoating needed. That's a fair point. That is a fair, fair point. I'm going to add to execution, right? Last game that we, the game that we, that we lost against the Dolphins wasn't on coaching. There were some blunders here and there, but not, not enough that it affected the game. That was pure execution, period. Getting out of bounds, you didn't get out of bounds. The job, your job right now is to get out of bounds so we can get this thing rolling. Nope, cut up field, lose time, time expires. Ball in dirt instead of ball in hand, right? Josh Allen just didn't get his feet set enough that he could deliver that football to Isaiah McKenzie. That is not a coaching thing. That is an execution thing. And we didn't execute. It happens, man. Now, does 90-degree heat, or excuse me, 110-degree heat, you know what I'm saying, affect how you play? Yes. Running 90 plays affect how you play? Absolutely. Does fatigue, you know what I'm saying, aid in your ability to reset and fire? Absolutely. There's a lot of things that factor into it. It happens. Happens to the best of us. Freddie J, that was a great comment. Great question. 
Nick Jordan says, yo, Rico is the mother effing goat. Well, listen, folks, I appreciate that. There's some people out there that don't feel that way. But the fact that you guys are tuned in watching and tuning in and going through this therapy with me sometimes, especially when we win or lose, or we need to talk about a next game that's coming up, appreciate you. So, Nick Jordan, much love to you, bro. Much love to you, my man. Now, Scott Van Lu. What up, Scotty? Scotty comes in and says, yo, Rico, in your opinion, what do you think about, what do you think a record would be before the bye week? Or 2-1, do you, th- oh, sorry, or 2-1, do you think that we can win the rest of our games before the bye week? I absolutely believe we can win the, the rest of our games before our bye week, for sure. I'm confident in that. Um, but what will our record be, in my opinion, the way we're playing and the way we're banged up? Because our injuries play a factor in, how this record will play out the rest of the uh, right until our bye week. So let me get my papers all. So let me uh, look at our schedule. So obviously we were, we beat, uh, we lost to the Dolphins. So we're two and one Ravens. I had us winning against the Ravens. I had us four and oh, to be honest with you, going into this. Uh, you know, what's funny. Holy crow. Let me, re- let me revisit that. Let me revisit that. Because I ended up doing a new list. I had us winning against the Dolphins, Titans, excuse me, Rams, Titans, losing to the Dolphins because I said we'd lose the first one. I have us winning against the Ravens, winning against the Steelers, winning against KC, and winning against Green Bay. So at that point, that's what a record would be. So one, two, three, four, five, six. We'll be six and one. That's not bad. That's not bad. Six and one by the bye. Not bad at all, fellas. So we'll see. So I had us losing to the Dolphins. Splitting. We're going to split it. So we should have won that one. Because my initial one that I did at the beginning was that we go 4-0. But then I revisited it and I was like, nah, we're going to lose to that one. I just feel it. We're going to lose to that one. But anyway, I digress. But great question, by the way, nonetheless. But uh, we definitely can win the rest of our games. It's just a matter of execution, man. That's what it comes down to. Matt. Comes in, the 0-6 thing is close games in a meme. We had greedy wins in 2020 postseason versus the Colts and Ravens. Zoom out a bit. <laughs> um, I mean, but we have lost some close ones. We have lost some close ones where, I mean, the Texans one stain stands out to me. It hurts. That one, I was like, oh, that one hurt. Obviously, 13-second one, that stands out as well. Um, the, the Jags game, the Jets game. We won that Jets game, but, like, it was really close. So, like... It happens. It happens. Sometimes it's a decision making. Sometimes it's an execution thing. But like, listen, man, this is the beauty of this game. Sometimes you're you're on the money, and sometimes you're not. It's just it's just what it is, man. But I appreciate that comment, Matt. Appreciate that comment. Now, let's let's get to it, man. The Ravens, the freaking Ravens. How do we bounce back, man? How do we bounce back versus the Ravens? They're coming off. Uh, a, a gritty win against the Patriots. Um, Lamar Jackson once again puts that team on his shoulders and, I mean, does what he's supposed to do. I mean, that's what you want in your starter. That's what you want in your elite player. I think he's one of the elites in the league um, and should have been paid. We know, I mean, he knows what he's worth, so that I'm sure will get sorted out. Uh, but the price definitely went up because the way he's playing right now, uh, he's got just shy of a QBR rating of uh, 80. He's completing 63% of his passes. He's thrown for 749 yards for, what, second in the league. Um, And he's got 10 touchdowns. He leads the league in 10 touchdowns. 
Josh Allen's right below him. Um, so he's playing really well right now. He's playing really well. And just his last game against the um, the Patriots, dude went uh, through for 218 yards, four touchdown passes, and um, and ran for another 100. Like, the guy has two back-to-back games where he's run for 100 yards. So it, it's going to be it, – listen, man, it's we're going to have our hands full with Lamar Jackson, when and we always do. Now, we handled him pretty well the last time we played them, playoff game. He wasn't able to muster a whole lot. But at the end of the day, this team is a much more – this is a different team. And that Ravens defense is not the same Ravens defense we're accustomed to. That gritty blue and black type of defense. No, 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 no. They got some holes. They got some places that we can definitely exploit. Rico, have any Bills players ever stepped to you uh, for referring to them as poo-poo on your show? Uh, no. Uh, nobody has uh, has ever stepped to me and said, yo, man, I got a problem with you, man. Quit talking shit and saying that as poo-poo. Um, <laughs> so, no, no player has done that. But I don't really call out players to say you're poo-poo like often. Is if you if you had a play that was poo poo or you played like poo poo, that player probably knows they did. You got me saying poo poo now. If they played like doo doo, they know they played like doo doo, and they're not. I mean, if they call me like yo, you said I played like doo doo, I'd say, well, the numbers say you did, right? But I think there's more respect for for the players that I bring on. Uh, they know that when I talk, I talk out of passion and love and not hate. There's a big difference. When I I can't I don't stay hating. That's not what I do. It's just when things are what they are, they're what they are. But I'm not. I have never had. I've never had someone come and say, "Man, yo, quit talking shit." <laughs> but um, I'm sure one day it may happen, and then I'll just have to deal with it how I deal with it. You know what I mean? Um, but it, it is what it is. Now, um, Lamar Jackson is going to be a problem. He's definitely going to be a problem. He's someone that we're going to have to deal with. Um, and uh, they're coming off a tough win, a very tough win against the Patriots and the Patriots played them really damn tough, man. Mac Jones is the real deal. I really like Mac Jones. He's good, man. It's too bad. He's hurt. And Bill Belichick ain't doing anything to help that team. Just my opinion, but good, good on Lamar Jackson and his team. Now, how is it that we beat this team? Like, where are the weaknesses? Where do we take advantage of these freaking damn Ravens? Here's the one. Now, Lamar Jackson is the focal point of this team, right? And everybody's going to say, you beat the Ravens, you got to stop Lamar Jackson. Easier said than done. It's no different than saying, you got to stop, you know, you got to stop Josh Allen. How do you stop Josh Allen? Make him throw from inside the pocket. Well, he'll throw 400 yards on you. Make him, get him out of the pocket. Make him uncomfortable. He's not Tom Brady. He will literally run 15 yards, 20 yards, and, and be out of there. Oh, by the way, he can throw on the run real well. So what do you do? <laughs> Same with Lamar Jackson. Don't let him throw outside the numbers. Excuse me. Don't let him just think, throw inside the numbers. He can't throw outside the numbers. That's a lie. Lamar Jackson can fling that thing from left to right. Don't let them tell you that he can't throw outside the numbers because, you know I mean, what he's doing so far this year will, will tell you different. That's number one. Keep him in the pocket. He makes plays with his legs, Right? And there's only so long that these DBs can cover receivers. That's the beauty of having a mobile quarterback. That's the beauty of having a quarterback that can do both. It's tough, man. And I feel for defenders defending guys like Josh Allen because I would be pissed 
when you think you have him, you don't. That's the Josh Allen. That's what he does to you, man. Josh Allen is just one of those guys. I don't want to say he's a cheat code, but he's almost damn near a cheat code. He's big. Dude, he had a he dropped back against the, the Dolphins, right? Drops back, didn't like what he saw, steps up into the pocket. 300 pound lineman. Josh Allen just shrugged him off like nothing and kept it moving. 300 pound lineman. Josh Allen is a is a different dude, man. I would hate to be the Jets. I would hate to be the Patriots and I mean I'd hate to be the AFC East. And I'm like, Josh Allen's coming to town. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Ravens fans, they know. They know. They're like, damn, man. Josh Allen's coming to town again. Oh, the last time it wasn't good. But we we feel the same way about Lamar Jackson. Shit, Lamar Jackson's coming. Yo, we better, we better be disciplined. Because that's what it comes down to. With a guy like Lamar Jackson, it is all down to discipline. Stay in your lane. Stay in your gaps. You know what I'm saying? And take advantage. Take advantage. That's what that's That's the best thing that we can do. Now, 36 minutes in, I started the show a little late, so I'm going to try to get right to it and then uh, get into my points, right? So with, with Lamar Jackson, stopping Lamar Jackson, really and truly, it's not about stopping him. It's about slowing him down and how to slow him down, at least to make him survey the field more, because that's the way that I would try to manipulate and, 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 make, John, and make Lamar Jackson human, if you will, is to make it so damn difficult for him right and by confusing him with 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 uh with coverages and most importantly taking away freaking mark andrews that guy is unbelievable unbelievable the great bill belichick i don't care what he's got on that team but that boy is a great defensive mind and just last week let me go to my that's a flip page Mark Andrews had 13, he was targeted 13 times last week and caught eight balls. 13 times. The guy is a freaking monster, man. And Andrews is the most consistent tight end. Like you, you, you're not, you're going to get the same out of this guy every single time. He's that good. He's just that good. He's a big boy. He can block. He can get downfield. He's clutch. Like, fam, like the guy is that he's just that dude. He's just that dude. By the way, shout out to my to my lady showing love from the cottage. You think you're so cool, huh? By the fire. I bet you're by the fire right now. Oh, my God. He mentioned me, guys. <laughs> she's, she's definitely not like that at all. But she probably is by the fire. You're a loser. Love you. Anyway, Mark Andrews. Dude, 11 yards of care, 11 yards of catch. He's already at 245 yards. He's got 22 receptions already. He had eight of them last week. He's got three touchdowns. We have our hands freaking full with Mark Andrews. So here's where we need Jordan, a healthy Jordan Poyer. A healthy Jordan Poyer. We definitely need a healthy Jordan Poyer. I hope he's playing this week. We also need Matt Milano to show up. Matt Milano's been, been lights out this year. And in, in the offseason, he said, I want to dominate. That's what I want to do. I want to freaking dominate. Well, this is your test. This game, Mark Andrews is going to be, he's going to be all up in your crawl space. So how are we going to defend that? So I'm hoping Leslie Frazier has a great defensive plan trying to bracket or at least take away Mark Andrews and allow Devin DuVernay, 
which is a good look. He's a good receiver. Rashad Bateman, finally healthy, got some speed. Let them do something. Let Greg Roman chalk something up and see if he can outduel Leslie Frazier on the offensive side of the ball. I just feel that we have the pieces. Now, here's the deal with the Ravens offensively. They're not the they're 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 very good offensively. Lamar Jackson is not playing. Not only is he playing for obviously to win for his team, but he's playing for a contract. And right now he says, yo, talks are off. We ain't talking no, no money. That money's off the table now. And I'm going to ball out and you guys are going to pay for it. Y'all tried to play me and not give me the money I deserve. But we tried to offer you $250 million more than freaking, um, excuse me, more than Russell Wilson. But I bet you there were some, there were some, there were some, some provisions in that, in that contract that, that really it wasn't as, as what the numbers look like. $250 million, probably like, no, but incentivized, you can get up to. But not. Nah, but whatever the reason is, he said, no dice. I ain't taking that deal. So he's balling out right now, and he's looking mighty good. So at this point, if he continues to ball out, they're going to pay heavy. If it's not him, it's somebody else. So the Ravens, y'all messed up. Y'all messed up because who's your backup? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Huntley? Is it Huntley? He's not a bad player, but he ain't Lamar Jackson. He ain't Lamar Jackson. Was it? He turned down 180 mil? There it is, 180 mil. So now is that guaranteed? I don't know if it's guaranteed or not. But anyways, maybe he wants... You should be Deshaun Watson numbers. I want guaranteed money, but if you want guaranteed money, the the freaking Browns are dummies. They're the ones that, that went ahead and, and created a freaking crazy contract of guaranteed money. The last quarterback that I knew that, that got a guaranteed contract was Kirk Cousins. He signed a three-year deal, like 90 mil, 30 mil a year. Guaranteed. But that was a nice contract, three-year deal. Good on him. So Deshaun Watson comes in, but the Browns are in a different position. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Because they had to do it. They had to be relevant. They weren't messing with Baker Mayfield. So there's a whole bunch of things that played into it. Don't think the Browns mishaps are going are gonna to be what the norm is. So if Lamar is sitting here thinking that he's going to get that type of money because of what happened over there, think twice, sir. It might not happen. Anyway, back to it. Take away freaking Mark Andrews and allow him to use his wide receivers. The Ravens failed to go and get him big dogs at wide receiver. So guess what? He's just going to have to deal with what he's got. So let us take full advantage of that. That's how we can manipulate and take this game is by taking away Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews is the key to this freaking offense. Obviously, it's Lamar Jackson, but Lamar has to throw it to somebody. And who is he the most comfortable with? Mark freaking Andrews. Take that sucker away, man. Take that sucker away. And then now, you know what I'm saying? Now we can see what we can do with Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? But we'll see. Now, their run game is not what it used to be. It's still something with Lamar Jackson, but it definitely isn't what it used to be because we know the Ravens for having a great run game. Strong. 
Like, you can't stop that. Like, having Lamar Jackson involved changes the game as well. Kind of reminds me of the Bills, right? We got some quality backs back there. The run game is only as good with Josh Allen. Take away Josh Allen's running ability. We're probably near the bottom of the league. Bottom of the league. Dude, we had what? How many, how many, how many carries did we have last game? Right? We had, and somebody made a great point. I think I saw it on Twitter. And I, I don't know who it is, and I'd love to give them that credit for it. But they made a point of saying, dude, we had, we have 49 carries this year. 49 carries to the running backs. And, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but something to the nature of, like, we only have 46 or 49 carries, and we're carrying three running backs. Why? Why are we carrying three running backs when we've only rushed the ball three, 49 times? I was like, damn, I get it. I'm, I, I, listen, I ain't mad at you. I get, what you. I get your frustration. I'm with that. But here we are. Their running game is not as solid. And we have a very good defensive front. Daquan Jones is there. Hopefully, Tim Settle comes back. Ed Oliver hopefully comes back. Then we got Von Miller, Greg Rousseau's playing lights out. We're good. Now, here's, here's the deal with this run game. Their O-line, they're missing a few people. Key pleaver. Key, I said I was going to say players and people at the same time. I was going to say players, whatever that is. They're missing some key contributors on that team. Their right tackle, and I'm going to mess this name up. So forgive me if I if I butcher this man's this man's uh name, but for when for, for boy, I'm not even gonna do it. Their right tackle is not look it's not looking good. And they've shuffled. They've shuffled a few guys and they've got the young guys in there. So Lamar's gonna be running around a bit. Lamar last week was sacked four times. And I'm not saying the the Patriots defensive front is Garbo, because it's not. It's a good front. They got some good guys on that squad. But I think we have a better defensive front than what the Patriots have. So he will get sacked. He will lose yardage. So that's where we have to get him. And I and I say that we get him with discipline. That's how we get his ass. Make him run around and do all this nonsense and this, that, and the third. Stay disciplined. Stay with it. You know what I'm saying? Attack and stay with it. And we can move him off the block and make him into, into errant throws to his receivers because now we've taken away Mark Andrews. Now, where are we weak? Where are the freaking Ravens going to take advantage of us? You know where they're going to take advantage. Our injuries, man, we're depleted. You know what I'm saying? We got our, our, our free safeties out for the year. Our strong safeties banged up. We don't know if he's going to show up or not. Jaquan Johnson was graded at 32 in, according to PFF. Not not great. He had he had he let four receptions for like over 100 yards, something of that nature. I hope I'm not misquoting. I, I apologize, but it wasn't good. Christian Bedford broken heart, uh, broken hand. Cam Lewis could be potentially in. Maybe Dane Jackson comes back and he's hopefully he's healthy. He's banged up coming back. Kyrie Elam is the only one that's healthy, but he's a rookie. Ed Oliver banged up coming back. So we're we've got some injuries on the squad, man. But we're getting healthy. We're getting a little better. But we got some injuries. So 
these guys are going to be going up against, you know what I'm saying, guys that typically wouldn't be starting. And the way Lamar Jackson's been playing and what they remember from the last time we played them, different ballgame. Now, where is the advantage for the Bills? Trenches. Our advantage is right in the trenches. My man Ingrid said it himself. We're, we're a little, we're, you know what I'm saying, we're banged up at the right tackle, and Von Miller is going to be taking a lot of attention. And I said, you can't just pay attention to Von Miller because Greg Rousseau on the other side is just that, he's, a, he's that dude. That, that, that dude is nice, man. He's got three, what, three sacks already? Three and a half sacks in three games? Watch out, right? So in the trenches is where we have the advantage on both sides, um, hopefully, because now they're on the defensive side. Michael Pierce, I believe his name is, or Pierce, torn bicep, out. And that's a big piece of their middle, right? You've got an aging, I don't want to call him aging. That sounds bad when I say it that way. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, but you got, an 80, you got an aging defensive front. They got Jason Owe on that, on, that, uh, on that pass rush side, but their pass rush is lacking. They don't really have a pass rush. They just have to bring in Jason Pierre-Paul. You know what I'm saying? Off the street to kind of give them that pass rush ability. Now, I'm not saying that it's not going to help. But my goodness, man, you got to go off the street to get Jason Pierre-Paul. That means you're lacking that pass rush ability. So that allows Josh Allen to take his sweet time and deliver. Now, can we ha- can is Mitch Morris back in? We hope so. Is Ryan Bates healthy to come back from concussion protocol? We hope so. Spencer Brown. Did you get did you did you get enough uh, you know fluids in you to get yourself back into the play? We hope so. So if we can refresh our guys on the line, we'll own the trenches defensively and offensively. That's advantage number one. Advantage number two, Stefan freaking Diggs. Now Marlon Humphrey, solid corner. Marcus Peters, solid corner. But I like my I like I like I like Diggs chances in this game. I don't care who's covering him. Because the one thing that stands out is Diggs is going home. And by going home, he's going to Maryland. That's where he's from. That's where he played ball. So guess what? He's playing in front of a lot of people, a lot of family. I think he's got like 50-plus people coming out to watch him, friends, foes, whatever the case is. They'll be watching. So he's got to show up. And it just happens to be that Marlon Humphreys, that had a pick last week, Marcus Peters had a pick last week, but Marcus Peters loves to peek inside. He likes to peek inside. And one thing that Josh does extremely well is manipulate people. So if you want to peek inside, I will draw something up and get you. He did that against Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey kept on peeking inside. He's all right, guys, huddle up, huddle up. Forget about what they called. Here's what's going to happen. Diggs, just go. (laughs) I got you. I'll buy time. Sure enough, roll right. Six. So you keep peeking inside. You're you going to get got. You're going to get got. So don't get got by Stefan Diggs. He'll, he'll make you pay. He'll make you pay. He's on fire right now. He'll make you pay. A lot of Dolphins fans were like, yo, we shut him down. We shut on. We shut down Stefan Diggs. He has seven receptions for 74 yards, sir. If he has 74 yards all year round, he's over 1,000 yards receiving. And that is considered good. <laughs> when a receiver, you know, he catches 1,000 yards receiving. Yeah. That, that, that means, I mean, that, that boy can play. So it's just funny to hear Dolphins fans talk about, yo, we shut him down. Boy, you did not do a damn thing. 
not once. So Diggs is going to show up. My man Noir Talk knows, man. Diggs is going to show up for his family. Yo, whenever your family's showing out, two things happen. Either you ball out of control or you let the nerves get to you and you are a dud. And I just can't see superstar Stefan Diggs and superstar Josh Allen giving a dud to the city of Maryland. It's not going to happen. So Marcus Peters better be ready. I hope that knee is dusted off and, and ready and warmed up because you're going to get you're going to get a lot of a dose of digs. You're definitely going to get a dose of digs. Now, Gabriel Davis, on the other hand, they're saying he's not 100 percent. He's still kind of nursing some things. Hopefully we get him into this game. And I told. I told in Ravens, he asked me a question. He said, man, other I'm going to ask. He said, I'm going to ask you the same question, man. Other than you mean the, the, the normal guys that usually make noise on your team. Who is one player on the offensive side of the ball that Ravens fans would not know anything about that we should kind of be worried? Who do you think I said in the chat? Let me know. Who do you think I mentioned? He said, other than Stefan Diggs. Other than Stefan Diggs, because we know he's going to do what he does. Josh Allen, we know what he's going to do. You know, he, we know what he's going to do. I gave him one name. I gave him two names, but I, I more specifically said one name on offense and I said one name on defense. What did I say, if you guys remember? There it is. Michael Kahan. They don't know about McKenzie, man. They don't know about McKenzie. And not a whole lot of people do know about McKenzie. Think about it. When you were doing your fantasy football, who for those that play fantasy football, if you didn't draft Isaiah McKenzie, I bet you right now Isaiah McKenzie is sitting on someone's bench, is sitting in free agency right now. Unless you're in a 14-team league like I am, he's he's gone, and because I have him, but not not a lot of people know about Isaiah McKenzie. Is Isaiah McKenzie's going to do work, right? Because a lot of times when we had Cole Beasley, you're new. Shoot, Diggs on the outside, Cole in the middle. Yo, you got to watch out. But right now they just see Gabe Davis. And they see Stefan Diggs. They don't pay attention to McKenzie. So they better watch out for McKenzie. McKenzie can do work. Boys got wheels. That was one person that they got to they pay attention to. So I'm hoping that uh, they get a dose of that. So, again, we get in them in the trenches. Diggs is going to eat. Josh Allen is going to have a field day. Hopefully our O-line gets healthy. And we're good to go. So keys to victory for these Bills. Again. Diggs, you, you get him available. Make him available. Move him inside. Move him outside. These guys ain't going to follow him. And what Diggs does is once he gets warm, a dump off here, three yard there, seven yard there, eight yard there is over with. He's warmed up. Now he's going to move outside. He's going to do work. That's what he does, right? Establish ourselves in the trenches, offensively and defensively. Make that happen. Josh Allen's going to be Josh Allen. Take away Andrews, bracket him, do something. Just minimize the amount of targets that that Lamar Jackson wants to go to. Make him use everybody, anybody else. Make him use everybody else. I'm not saying that it's going to, like, using somebody else is going to stop and it's not going to work. It may, but I'd rather Duvernay make a play. I'd rather Rashad Bateman make a play and not Andrews because Andrews just does everything. Take away that and allow him to do something else, right? Here's another thing. How can we win this game? Now, we had a strategy last week, and it was a pretty cool strategy. Keep the Dolphins on the bench. But you saw 
I'm on I'm on dad alert because I can hear what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, that hurts on that hurts some footsteps. I'm like, but they're cool. Anyway, I digress. Those are the th- those are the things that we got to focus on. All right. So um controlling the clock. We did it last week. We freaking had them on the sideline. They didn't do it. They couldn't do anything, right? 21, what they had like a 50 plays or something like that. They had the ball for like 19 minutes. Now it was a detriment to us because we were gassed. So will we find a way to kind of like maneuver and keep these guys on the sideline? Or do we just light these guys up? A lot of people think this is going to be a high scoring game. I'm not sure. I don't know what this is going to be like. Lamar's playing very well. And if we take away Andrews, maybe it's not the way it's not the way it's going to play out. So discipline is definitely something we have to have. Now, avoiding certain things on this team is avoid what, what to avoid. And that's that's the next segment I want to get into. What is it that the Bills have to avoid in this game for us to lose this? Freaking penalties, man. Penalties. We got to avoid the stupid penalties. False start, holding, passing it. Yo, we got to avoid that stuff, man. Delay of game. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Avoid the penalties. We got to. We definitely got to. Number, that's number one. Number two. Let's not get out of position. And I said it before, but discipline is the big one. Allowing, jo- allowing Lamar Jackson to pick his, pick his lanes, stop, turn around, go, and we're all out of sorts. Stay in your lanes and stay disciplined. That's why guys like Von Miller come in and align that to everybody on this team. That's what we got to do, right? Avoid that. Here's a big one for me. Can we avoid not, not running the football? Let's avoid that. Let's, let's, actually, let's actually implement that, right? Can we get a run game going? Because allegedly, it is going to be messy. It is going to be raining. It's going to be, I mean, it's, we're in the fall right now, so it's not like it's going to be super warm. So take full advantage, man. Like, if this is the game that if, if we're about to legitimately, like, show that we are a balanced team, Ken Dorsey, let's go, man. Let's go, because that team is a running team. They're not doing it as great as they, as they normally do, but J.K. Dobbins is back. You know what I'm saying? They they got Kenyon Drake that can still play. Like they got some they got some boys out there, man. So we've got to be able to freaking establish some kind of run game because if you think you're gonna throw the rock all day in the rain, come on, man. That's not the type of football that's got to be played in this type of game. You got to run that rock. You got to establish something. And the advantage that we have is in the freaking. O-line and the D-line. We have the, we have the advantage in the trenches. Take full advantage of that. Take freaking full advantage. Somebody said, yo, Rico, <laughs> I said somebody. Bobby says, Rico, you sound nervous. It's not what you said to me last week. <laughs> you said that to me last week. Man, you sound nervous. These Dolphins. And we lost. Now, we know we shouldn't have lost. But you got to give, you got to give credit to the team, man, because right now we're two and one. And we're not a full we're not a full-fledged team. We don't have all our all our guys. Where if I had everybody on this team and I'm and I'm ready to roll, I'd be as confident as ever. But with Lamar Jackson, you can't be. Lamar Jackson is the type of guy that man, that boy gives you headaches. No different than what Josh Allen does to people. It's what it is, man. That's what it is. But your boy ain't scared whatsoever. I think we still going we still going to come out with the dub, but it's it's going to be tough. 
it is going to be tough. So um, that that's it, man. Like really, really and truly, man. Just freaking penalties. Avoid the penalties. Let's let's actually run the freaking rock. We're gonna need to. It's raining. It's sloppy. Like we got to. If you want to throw the rock a little bit early so we can get up on these guys, cool. And then then we can try to establish that. But come on, man. We we got we got to. I am forecasted in Baltimore. Also, there you go. I like it, Jimmy. Jimmy Edwards is gonna be there. But we got to run that rock, baby. We got to run that rock. Now, whether they have respect for the running back position, that's a whole nother ballgame. Ken Dorsey, show me some. I'd love to see us establish a run game so I can see, okay, we actually do have a run game. We actually can implement the run. We actually can use Roger Saffle to his strength. Spencer Brown to his strength. Just saying, man. Just saying. So if you guys have any questions, concerns, let me know. This one, this one, this show is gonna be very quick. I mean, we kind of talked about it on Tuesday. So that's why I don't want to bite into it too much. Um, but uh, this this will be fun, man. This will be fun. And the one thing that I do want to I do want to to do, I do want to do. Um, let's let's do a. I, I wanted to, I wanted to start this at the end the at the end of the um, at the beginning of the year, but never got a chance to. But I actually want to do a a fun pick 'em and see how we can. Uh, Try to open this up here. Let's see if we can pick them and see if we can go undefeated. Right? So we're gonna I'm gonna name where my pen at. My pen just disappeared. I'm gonna put I'm gonna I'm gonna put name the schedule. I'm gonna put the schedule up. And let's find out who wins what. And let's see, let's let's re let's revisit this and see what's happening. Cause I, I'm uh, I wanted to do this last week, but I never got it. I didn't get a chance to kind of get into it. But since this guy's this is kind of chill Friday, I figured let's get into it now. So let me just open this bad boy. Yo, for real, where my pen go? Oh, there it is. So right now, Minnesota, New Orleans. If you're going Minnesota, New Orleans, who you guys got? Minnesota, New Orleans. Dalvin Cook allegedly is hurt, so he's he's kind of he's he's questionable. Adam Thielen is trying to get heated up. He's on my squad right now. So if you're picking between Minnesota and and uh, excuse me, Minnesota and uh, New Orleans, who do you like? Right now, I'm gonna tell you right now. Based on Dalvin Cook, not not 100. New Orleans has been looking good. Chris Olave looked all right. James Winston kind of has me up and down um minnesota is at new orleans so i'm gonna go with new orleans on this one i say new orleans wins this one i don't know how you guys feel about this oh is james out so who's quarterbacking for them man james is out they give me minnesota (laughs) give me the vikes the vikes for sure okay next one cleveland atlanta yo atlanta is sneaky sneaky good man they're one and two right now. Cleveland is a solid team. Their run game is nasty. Nick Chubb is just is gross. Um, hold on, I got a I got a comment coming in from my, my man Drew. He says, "Yo, hey Rico, so now that two and Jones are out and Wilson is back, who do you like for the second place in the division? <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who freaking cares? No doubt about it. Um, Andy Dalton is the backup. Okay, Andy Dalton backup for. Uh, I'm still taking the Vikes." I'm still going to take the Vikes. 
Andy Dalton is just whatever. Uh, Cleveland at Atlanta. Cleveland at Atlanta. Um, let me actually go to what the, the odds are. I want to see what the odds are on these games. I'm on the wrong website for that. So Cleveland at Atlanta, you guys let me know what you are. I'm going to try to pull up the, the right website. I might even do it on my, on my phone instead. Cleveland Atlanta, who you guys got? I'm taking Cleveland right now. That run game, I, I trust the run game. When you got a run game, is is there's no there's no there's no questions about it. Now, oh shoot, somebody said Atlanta. Chris thought, Christopher said Atlanta. Okay, Chris. I don't know about Atlanta, bro. That Ravens defense got cooked by Macaroni Jones. <laughs> that Macaroni Jones. If the weather is not nasty, we should be able to score. Oliver and Dane are back, so we'll be fine. That's what I like to hear. Oliver and Dane being back is cool. I haven't heard anything about Poyer. I'd love for Poyer to be back. Um, but we'll see how that plays. Yo, I forgot that I used to call him Mac Jones, Macaroni Jones. Yo, Atlanta? Y'all are picking Atlanta to be Cleveland? Really? What does Atlanta have that you like? What? You like Cordell Patterson? You like, uh, what's, the, what's his name? Um, Drake? Or uh, what's his name? Drake London? Like, who? who's out there? Mariota? I don't know, man. I, I'm taking. I think. Uh, I think we're sleeping on Atlanta with the upset. Yo, I like that. You, know, I like it. I don't. I mean, for I like that you guys are picking Atlanta as the as the team to beat uh, in this game. But nah, I can't rock with that. I'm gonna go Cleveland, but I'm gonna put Atlanta in brackets because that's an interesting one. If if Atlanta comes with the upset, that's welcome to the NFL. Welcome to the freaking NFL. All right, let me just. Pull that up here. Um, let's go to the next game. Let me go to my NFL. What websites do you guys use? Because you can, there's there's ones that uh, are are very good, and there's ones that I'm about to pop up right now. I'd like to know what you guys use because if you're if you're not jumping into it, I'm just I'm firing up my thing right now. But uh, we are we've partnered up. Uh, with uh, BetUS, and if you use our code BF, 125% bonus right there, man. So put 50 bucks down, put 2,500 bucks down, your choice, but you get a bonus by using BF125, man. So BetUS, if you guys aren't on it, get on it, fellas. Um, if I mean, I don't know how good you guys think you guys are, but uh, it's the place to be. It's the place to be. So uh, jump in on there. Get our Use our BF code. You get 125% bonus. You can't go wrong with it. You can't go wrong with it. All right, Cleveland, you guys pick Atlanta. I'm in. I'm very interested uh, in, in more in, in, in understanding you guys going with Atlanta. So Buffalo, Baltimore, obviously I'm picking Buff. Buff all day. There's no question about it. Washington, Dallas. Washington, Dallas. Yo, Cooper Rush is doing it right now. Cooper Rush is absolutely doing it right now. So I'm going, you know, I'm going freaking Dallas all day. And it pains me to say that because I ain't, I'm not a Dallas fan. I don't like anything about Dallas. Can't do it. <laughs> Jeff King says, you're a loser. And I love you. Probably the most romantic words ever said. <laughs> Jeff knows what it is, man. That's the, that's what we'll be talking. I mean, sometimes I was like, man, you're such a loser, man. Get out of you. I used to call her a sitcom. She'd sit there with a mug of coffee and, I'm going to go outside and have a coffee in the freaking cold outside. 
You go out, girl. You better go sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. I love, I love that that uh, Jeff King picked that up. That's dope. Um, Cole Moore says, "Yo, what defense do you run if you're if you're Frazier against a Baltimore team like that?" It's it's not a, it's not a matter of what you run. I mean, obviously, it it takes a factor on what you run, but it's more of a discipline a disciplined um, fashion. You gotta you gotta attack that by just being disciplined and knowing what you run. Um, but with a guy like with a guy like Lamar Jackson, I'm not saying that you want to spy, but you you could use Tremaine Edmonds, or you could use you know what I'm saying maybe bringing safety down, or you can use you can use Teron Johnson. To kind of spy him a little bit. I mean, I'm no, I'm no X's and O's guys. So don't, don't take me as that guy and take my word for it. If there's X, there's X O guys out there. I am not that guy. I know my football, but like to go into the nuances of X's and O's, that's not what I do. However, however, if, if someone's going to give me problems because they like to just take off and go, I designate, you know I mean, somebody to spy. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You think I'm blitzing, but I'm not, but I'm watching everything you do. But the only thing is when you, t- when you take, someone to spy on your quarterback, you kind of take that man out of coverage. So now you open up other things. Now, Lamar Jackson, can will he dot? Yes, he will. So, But you also bring in a defensive front that can put the pressure on Lamar Jackson that you don't need to spy. So that's where the discipline comes in, and that's where all that money you put in a defensive front to do the job and get after him. And by the way, get your freaking hands up. Get your hands up and bat that thing down. Get him into long, long, like, you want him in the third and longs. I mean, that's what you want in every quarterback. But a guy like Lamar Jackson, where you're for you're forcing him to get into that. That's that's the way I would game plan for him. That's the way I game plan for him. Anyway, Dallas, Washington. I'm taking Dallas all day. Cooper Rush is balling. Uh, I don't trust Carson Wentz. Uh, there's some good players on that squad, but I just don't trust Carson Wentz. He just he doesn't do it for me. Carson Wentz just does not do it for me. I'm sorry. Good guy, very nice guy. He just doesn't do it for me. Uh, Drew says, yo, hey, Rico, what's your score prediction? And do the Bills finally get over the hump winning the close game, getting it from the mud? Uh, I hate score predictions, but um, I'm going to wait to give my score predictions on the pregame show. If I can get in on the pregame show, um, I'll wait to give you my score predictions then. Can't give all your your nuggets away, man. Too early, son. Too early. You got to wait it out. Got to wait it out. Kaylin, what's up, Kaylin? Kaylin says, yo, it's okay, Rico. (laughs) You can call it sexual assault without sounding weak. It, I, it sounded weird when I said that, right? Sexual assault. <laughs> I, I couldn't fully out like with my chest say it. But uh, Caitlin comes in with that comment. I appreciate that, Caitlin. <laughs> it is what it is, girl. It is what it is. You're right about that. Uh, okay, Dallas. I'm going to take Dallas on that win for sure. Uh, Detroit and Seattle. You know what? I'm freaking taking Detroit in this, man. Detroit has been so damn close. So damn close to getting these wins. And they're putting up points. I think they're one of the leading scorers. Leading scoring teams in the league. I think they're one or number two uh, for the points that they scored. So give me, yo, give me, give me Detroit over Seattle. How you like that? Yo, y'all are with me. Y'all are with me. I'm taking Detroit, man. Coach got these boys playing out there. Now, Amon Ross St. Brown hasn't practiced all week. He could be out. But they got a good team, and DeAndre Swift is out as well. So there's some things. There's some things. There you go. My man Titus knows what's up. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown is out potentially, and so is Swift. So those two big boys are out. That's a that's a big part of the offense right there. Now, if you watch a little bit of uh, a little bit of the um, this summer's uh, hard knocks, um, they had uh, 
DeAndre Swift was they were getting on DeAndre Swift's ass, man. Yo, we need you, man. Step it up. I need you to be tough. So, but Jamal Williams, Jamal Williams is yeah, he's he's just as good. I mean, he's not just as good, but he's just as fiery. He's just as you know I me mean? hit the hole hard and let's go. So um, I'm gonna stick with my pick with Detroit. I like Detroit. I don't see anything good about Seattle. I really don't. Geno Smith is cool. He had a cute story the first week, but he's just he's back to Geno Smith. Geno Smith. Drew Locke is about to replace his ass shortly. Um, I don't know how long it's gonna take, but I'm taking Detroit to win this one. I was about to sneeze, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't make it out. All right. Next up. Let me sw- let me swivel on over. LA Chargers against Houston Texans. Is this a trap game for the Chargers? I mean, the Chargers should win, but is this a trap game? Keenan Allen's coming off an injury. Bosa's out. He's got a big-time injury, so he's out for a bit. Um, J.C. Jackson, I don't know if he's even coming back. I think he played last week. I'm not sure. But, like, they, they got absolutely embarrassed last week, the Chargers. So, like, what are y'all bringing me? I mean, Herbert's still hurt. He's not 100%, and he was just, he was pedestrian. So, like, I I see this as a, tra- I see this as a trap game, man. And I think Davis Mills comes out and takes this dub. Yo, are y'all with me? Are you, are you guys with me on this one? Because I'm thinking he isn't 100%. Herbert is, is hurt, man. And they were about to jab him like they jabbed freaking um, Tyrod Taylor. And they were like, man, that's the same doctors that effed up Tyrod Taylor. You think you want to do that or not? If I'm him, I'm like, yo, leave my ribs alone, man. I'm, I'm going to try to heal them on my own. Um, but to me, yo, I'm taking Texans, man. Texans to upset the Chargers. I, I, I F with that, man. I really do. I watch them get blown out. But that's the point. We got, we're going to see how this plays out. Um, moving on. Indianapolis, and this is the AFC South, uh, AFC South battle. Indianapolis versus Tennessee. I think Indy found their groove. I think I'm going to take Indy over the Titans. How you guys feel about that one? Titans, Indy. Who you like? Hugh X Bills on the Texans. I'm picking the Texans. <laughs> go, go ahead, Bobby. Jaquan, uh, Jaquan says North. He's taking uh, Tennessee. King Noble's on Indy. Dusty's on Donut is on Indy. Dave Coolis. Who you got, Dave? Dave's on Titans. Uh, who's home? The the Indianapolis Colts are home. Colts are home on this one. So what you like? I'm taking Indy, man. Uh, I like the Colts at home. Uh, I think uh, they're starting to get the groove back. Alec, uh, Alec Pierce is back in. Uh, he was hurt last week. Maybe Parrish is going to get back his, back in there. Michael Pittman's back. Jonathan Taylor hasn't, hasn't broke out yet. Texans are kind of iffy on the defensive front. I think this is where Indy shows up and says, yo, I got this. I want I want that AFC South um, position. And the defense is getting better for Indy. So I'm taking Indy on this one. King Henry, Jim Graham says King Henry, home team wins. I'm with y'all, man. Indianapolis. I'm taking Indy too, man. I'm taking Indy. Indy. Don't fail me now. All right, next one. Oh, gosh. Chicago and the Giants. Shy town I'm just the Giants got to win this. First of all, Brian Dable's out there holding it down. They got this. They got the, They got this. This Giants team playing well, 
And Justin, I don't know what's going on with that dude, man. I don't know what's going on with Chicago. But Chicago was just, just god-awful. Just absolutely awful. I'm not even thinking twice about that. Giants all day. G-men take that win. I don't know. Like, but look, let's talk about it, man. What the hell's going on with Chicago? Defensively, what they got. Offensively, what they got. Like, what is out there? Golly, man. Like, that, nah, I'm not even going to talk about it. Not even talk about it. All right. Jacksonville, Philly. Now, Jacksonville's playing pretty, I mean, they had one good game. Right, they took down the, the charges last week, but still, Philly's Philly, man. And Jalen Hurts is absolutely playing out of his mind. The addition of uh of AJ Brown out there has made the biggest difference. They got a decent defense. Uh Darius Slay's holding it down out there. Fam, I'm taking Philly, man. Philly, no question. Um, I mean, early talks after week two, it was Philly and Buffalo to, to go into the Super Bowl. Could you imagine Philadelphia and Buffalo two? Big time fan bases, you know, saying clashing. Woo! Philly cheesesteaks and freaking wings, man. That's a good combination. That's a good combination. Let's go. Um, last, let's see who we got. New York Jets and Pittsburgh. Zach Wilson is back, apparently. You know what I'm saying? And uh Garrett Wilson is playing heavy. He's playing real good. I think Brees Hall is, I mean, you already know how I feel about Brees Hall, but the Jets and Pittsburgh. I don't know about, listen, man, I'll, if I'm taking the coaching, I'm taking Mike Tallinn all day. But the defense is not the same. That's number one for the Steelers. TJ Watt being out hurts them. Jets with Zach Wilson might give them a boost, but they're also dealing with a lot of injuries. If I'm going by just pure, like, roster, I'm going to go Pittsburgh, man. Give me Pitt. I don't trust the Jets yet. And your quarterback's just coming back. He's gonna have to get he's gonna have to get kind of acclimated back to his offense. So I, I ain't buying that. Here we go. Arizona Cardinal. Man, this is a weak, this is a weak week. The, the matchups are like, man. <laughs> so if you want to make a little money on this one, this is one. This one might be one that uh that might get you guys some cash. Carolina, Arizona. Carolina's at home. Who you guys like? I think Arizona's full of it. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Panthers, Panthers being at home, CMC being that dude. Baker's starting to somewhat get warmed up, and that defense is still a decent defense. It's still a decent defense. I mean, they were one of the top. They were the, actually they were a top ten defense last year. So not a whole lot has changed. So um, and Kyler Murray just inconsistent. Kyler Murray, you just never know. He might give you 400 yards one game and 112 another. So. I like Panthers, man. What y'all think? Oh, I see a lot of Panthers in this bitch. I see a lot of Panthers. I see Arizona. I see. All right. Buffalo Chris says uh, Panthers. He says Carolina. John Yotis has has Arizona. Now, let's talk about it. They don't got, they don't have their receiver, their big time receiver and D-Hop. D-Hop is not there, so they've been struggling offensively. So, like, A.J. Green just can't do it all. Zach Ertz can't, you know I mean, like, they don't really got anything. John Connors, like, there's, there's something about that that doesn't do it for me. Um, so, I think the Panthers are a little, uh, they they just picked up uh, LaVisca Chanel. So, they're, they're trying to figure out some things with Chanel. So, they're going to they're gonna throw some things around. So, let me get, I'll take the Panthers on an edge. I, whatever the spread is, I'll take, I'll take them. It's probably a small spread, too, like one and a half, two, two and a half. 
I haven't checked yet. Let's see what we got here. Next up, New England and Green Bay. Well, that's a close one. Not. Green Bay's got to take that one. They got Brian freaking Hoyer. That's going to be, they're going to trot out Brian Hoyer. So that's not happening. And they got that as a Sunday afternoon game. So um, Green Bay, no question. Denver, now here's an interesting one. Denver and the freaking Las Vegas Raiders. Dude, what the hell is up? What's, what's up with the freaking Raiders, man? Number one, they're 0-3. What's up with those guys? That's number one. Number two, what the hell's up with the Denver Broncos with, with Russell Wilson? Step your game up, Russ. Like 11 to 10? Dude, they didn't pay you $250 million to pull that stunt. Number one. Number two, your coach is buns. And I'm giving it to the Raiders too. Why? Because the Raiders are desperate. The Raiders are freaking desperate, and they're taking that game. Give me the Raiders. They need this win. They absolutely need this win. They they can't not win this game. They need it because they, they lose this game. They're done. They're pretty much done now. In that AFC West being 0-3, they're done right now. So they need this win. They absolutely need this win. And Derek Carr has to have the game of his life. Chandler Jones has to have the game of his life. That defense needs to step up. And Devontae Adams just has to just say, yo, just give me the freaking ball every single time. And would you give the ball to Josh Jacobs for crying out loud? I have him on my fantasy team, and I'd love for him to break out. This might be the game he breaks out. But golly, Denver. That offense, like, you guys have the pieces, but God, is it is it Hackett? Is it him? Oof. Terrible. Give me the Raiders. I'll take the Raiders. Um, KC Tampa Bay. Hey, oh, now that is a nice one. That's going to be Sunday night football. That's actually, re- I'm looking forward to that game. Sunday night football, 920, uh, 820, my, 920 my time. Tampa Bay's at home. Both teams are two and one. I don't like the way that, uh, I mean, KC came off a loss last week to Indy. That was a, that was an interesting game. Um, and Tampa. Then they lose to uh, to Green Bay or did, Green, did Tampa win? I can't remember if Tampa won or Green Bay lost. I didn't pay attention. But uh, that being said, did Tampa Bay win? Okay, Tampa. T- did Tampa Bay did Tampa beat the Green Bay Packers last week? Yo, Tampa got to go NFC. Um, I like that. I like the fact that you want to go NFC. But like, just looking at matchups, Tom Brady, the ain- the aging Tom Brady. Okay, Green Bay won. So they both they'll, both these teams are coming off a loss. But conference win. Um, that's a toss-up for me, man. But if I'm going to pick the quarterback, I got to go Pat Mahomes, man. So I got to go KC takes this one. KC takes them, but they don't got a run game, though. KC lacks the run game. So, and you know what I mean? Playoff Lenny comes in all the time. So we'll see how that plays out. But to me, I'm going to say KC. And last but not least, Monday night game is... Ray, the Rams and San Francisco, and we already know what's going on with that. So Rams will take that one. I know it's a divisional game. I know it's divisional, but I'm just saying, I just can't see Jimmy G coming out there and and throwing anything but freaking picks. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna be picks all day. So they're gonna pick on him like you wouldn't believe. So that that now, King Camps is gonna feel bad for anybody that has Christian McCaffrey. Ah, that would be me, sir. I got Christian McCaffrey. And I took Christian McCaffrey with the third pick because I'm like, I was going to go Nick Chubb. 
But I was like, but Christian McCaffrey's just that dude, man. They got Baker Mayfield out there, a new, re- like, you know what I'm saying? New quarterback. So, like, maybe this will change things up. Nope. Baker Mayfield almost is the same, but he's starting to get a little better. But CMC, I just need him to stay healthy. That's it. He's got two games back-to-back where he ran 100 yards. So, I'm going to stay on that. I'm going to definitely stay on that. Yeah, Jimmy going to get him. Boy, you tripping. <laughs> Jimmy ain't going to get nothing, man. He's going to get picked is what he's going to. Jimmy is just. Jimmy's Jimmy, man. Jimmy is Jimmy. 49ers on fire. Boy, you tripping. D-Boy Samuels is nice. That's a good. The George Kittle is finally getting healthy. They don't really have much of a, I mean, um, I think they're RB uh, Isaiah. I forgot his name, but I think he's hurt. So who who's who who knows what's going on with that? But initially, I ain't going for Jimmy G, man. I don't trust Jimmy G. So give me the freaking Rams, and I'll take it. So let's go. We got the Vikes. We got Cleveland. But you guys like Atlanta. I saw a lot of you guys put Atlanta as an upset. So that's going to be interesting one. I got Buffalo winning. I got Dallas winning. I got Detroit winning. I got Texan. Texas coming in with the with the big upset win. Uh, I think Detroit takes it against Seattle. I just don't trust Seattle. I think Indy takes it. Giants will definitely win that one. Philly's got this. Pittsburgh's got this. It's a toss-up, but I'll take Pitt. Panthers, Green Bay, Raiders, Kansas City, Rams. Lock them in, fellas. Let's make some money. See if we can make some money off that boy, and uh, we can get this thing popping, man. So there's a couple upsets in there. Those upsets can get you some big money. So, folks. I appreciate you guys tuning in with me, man. Friday night. It was fun. And uh, I'm going to try to do these pickums. Did you guys actually like these pickums that we can kind of talk about it? And and uh, if it's something that you guys would like to see more on Friday nights, let's talk about it, man. Let's do it. I think it'll be fun. Um, but that's it for us, man. So big game this week, man. We got to get it. We're going to do some pregame on Sunday. So we'll see you back again on Sunday. And, uh, and that's it, man. That's it for us, man. We just, we just need to get this done, man. We just can't lose twice in a row to AFC foes. We just can't. We got to get this win. Let the freaking, let let the Ravens deal with, you know what I mean, going, you know what I'm saying, two and two. You know what I'm saying? Let's go three and one. Let's kind of build back up that momentum and then get that going. But if you guys appreciated this last little segment of, you know, we doing pickums, who we like, who we don't like, let me know. I thought it was fun. I actually like that. I think I might try to bring it back. But if you're like, man, that's corny, man. Yo, quit that shit. <laughs> I'll oblige. I'll oblige. Because if I don't want to put something out there that you guys don't like, you feel me? Um, but other than that, man, that's it for us, man. Like, I, I gotta get out of here. I gotta go make sure I put the boy down and uh and put him in bed because it's way past the bedtime. So um, but yeah, we'll keep it at that, man. So message for everybody, man. Message for everybody, man. Don't take yourself too damn seriously, folks. That's that's what I gotta say. That man, I don't do not take yourself so seriously these days, man. Everybody is too damn serious sometimes and too tight. Loosen up, loosen up, man. You get this one little life, man. Try to live your life and laugh as much as you can and enjoy it instead of being angry and bitter and and just just out of sorts, man. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Handle your business, man. But anyway, y'all know what it is, man. Appreciate you. We'll catch you on the flip side. You guys have a fantastic evening. Enjoy the weekend, and we'll see you back again on Sunday. Hopefully, it's a jovial time, and we're back to hee-hee. Ha ha, and we're having a good time instead of freaking us saying what the hell happened. We don't want that. We do not want that. So, folks, that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of your evening, your weekend, and we'll catch you again on Sunday. And until next time, it's your boy, and I'm gone. Let's go. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo.
It's the mafia, it's the Buffalo Bills, eh? It's the Buffalo Bills, eh? Buffalo, 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 it's the mafia. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, Shaq Lawson, who's stopping us? Trey Edmonds, Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips, who blocking us? I don't see nobody stopping us. Number one, no one on top of us. What they gonna do when Matt Milano coming with the blitz off the edge? Don't you throw it in the air, cause Trey White and Micah High were intercepted. Von Miller getting double team, not a team getting easy sacks. Russo with the double moves coming straight for the quarterback. Take him down, take him down. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.